Welcome to the Voice of Doctor Yan, and I am your host, Doctor Li Mengyan. In the last episode, I talked about CCP's covered front, and also the mysterious International Liaison Department of Central Committee of CCP, which is the department in charge of CCP's top intelligence and also covered front. So. Now in this episode, I will continuously talk about the covered front because this is a very special term, and this is very uniquely developed by CCP based on their experience in the Civil War and also World War Two, and again after that goes through the New China's、uh, establishment and until now. So they always extend this covered front, and the tactics and methods are what they learn from Soviet Union back to hundred years ago, and combined with the practical knowledge they accumulated during the fights. So it's very mysterious, and there are very、uh, little knowledge about this covered front, especially about the. Covered from after 1949 in the documents. So I have read through a lot of things, and、uh, I want little by little to explain the covered from to you. So just let's remind what I have talked in the last episode. Some points that when CCP established their initial intelligence agency back to 1927, there are four bureaus. In the initial agency, the first one is general affairs. It maintains the archives of the party and secure finance and facilitate CCP members in the operations using legal identities. For example, to make money through business and save CCP members using attorneys. The second one is intelligence. It infiltrates the then current、uh, government. And also corrupt, manipulate the important staffs for the intelligence. The third one is Operation Bureau. Mainly, it focuses on punishing the traitors of CCP by violent means, especially assassination. This is very bloody and cruel. And the fourth one is communication. So the communication among the CCP's branches in China. And also communicate with the Communist International using both technology and manpower. So generally, due to the deception and extreme brutality, CCP successfully took over the government in 1949 and established the People's Republic of China. And during these revolutions, CCP gained extensive experience. In special agent operations and develop a massive secret agent network, which is covered front. And later, the international liaison department was established and、uh, kept in charge of the similar work as it did、uh, in the Civil War and World War Two. So, the very important thing is this kind of. Special spies in the covered front. They have the 
very unique cardinal principle, which is to lurk. This is totally different from CCP's pyramid structure organizations among people and the underground struggles. These spies, in covered front, must be lonely and quiet at work without being aware by the enemy. It just needs to continuously collect and counterintelligence in the heart of the enemy. So the top skill in covered front work is no skill, just be yourself. It will make the enemy almost impossible to identify and stop those spies. And as we have talked in the last episode, that recently CCP has again and again emphasized the importance of cover front and also asked all the other departments of CCP to strongly support the covered front. So that is a very dangerous signal for the United States and the American allies. Now let's see what's the first thing we are going to talk in this episode. Before we further explain the covered front, let me show you one news. So on 27th July, the CCP's official state uh, news agency, Xinhua News Agency, has published an article. The topic of this article is when the relationship between China and U.S. reach a trough, then the civil, the people-to-people exchanges need to be enhanced to strengthen the public opinions. And this will help China and America go back to the normal relationship. And then it talks about the Henry Kissinger's uh, recent visit to China. And this former State uh, Department secretary has visited China and also talked to Xi Jinping very recently. And Xi Jinping shows his respect and also his warm welcome to Kissinger which is totally different as what Xi Jinping and his government show to the American government officials these days. And in this article, they use Kissinger as an example to say, see, the U.S., the civil companies all come to China to uh, look for the opportunities to collaborate. And like Kissinger, they love China. They are so friendly to China and also the not only business association, but also there are think tank and other civil friendly uh, groups come to China. So this show uh, in America, people want to uh, go back to the friendship with China, not like the government. And also it keeps telling that American people and the Chinese people must uh, work all together and uh, we should not let the relationship between the two countries become so terrible. And so we need to think about the history, think about how we established this kind of diplomatic relationship back to 40 years ago. And uh, we should blame American government because they try to smear China and also uh, anti-China and try to destroy the China's relationship with U.S. people. So 
In this case, I mean, when I read it to you, I believe you would realize this is total propaganda for CCP to try to again manipulate Americans and also try to change the American policies, try to gain more time and more opportunities to achieve CCP's goals and undermine America, destroy America. But yeah, we know China government always lie, and this kind of propaganda is always, uh, I mean, every day at any moment appear in the media and also official document. However, what we need to know from this article is it pointed out CCP's current very important tactics against America and, of course, American allies. This tactic is what CCP called as people-to-people diplomacy or civil diplomacy. What does it mean? It means this kind of diplomatic relationship are established and maintained by the non-government, non-official people. And this will go into all the areas in our society. For example, business, an art area, uh, entertainment area, sports, media, school, all together. And there is a very important example which CCP always use it to show how successfully they can make this kind of people-to-people diplomacy. It's before China and America make the diplomatic relationship uh, when it back to the 1971, at that time, China and U.S. has no exchange. However, in April 1971, when China has sent a team of ping-pong athletes to Japan to attend one international uh, games, and at that time, one American athlete by accident went to the bus that Chinese athletes take. And at that time, it was so embarrassed. But one Chinese athlete, Zhuang Zedong, started to talk to him. And after that, it made the Chinese premier, Zhou Enlai, do you remember this name? In the last episode, I've talked about Zhou Enlai was the founder of China's earliest intelligence agency. And he learned from Soviet Union. So Zhou Enlai realized this is a very good opportunity, and also he immediately discussed with CCP's leaders, including Chairman Mao Zedong, and they realized this is a good opportunity to change Americans' impression to China. So they immediately invite the American ping-pong athletes to visit China, and this visit was made within 10 days. So American athletes visit China because of the ping pong games. And this opens the gate for China to get access to US. Just within 10 hours of this visiting in China, US government changed the attitude to China. And after three months, President Nixon sent the secret representative Henry Kissinger to China for a secret visiting. And the next year, President Nixon visited China. After that, everything went well. 
China gained the trust from U.S. little by little, and in 1979, the United States and China finally started their diplomatic relationship until now. So in this case, CCP is very proud of their tactics going through the sports field, but finally made the political achievement, which is so huge. However, what they won't tell you is behind all these things is the contribution from international liaison and other CCP's agents. From the beginning, American government, policymakers, and American people are deceived by CCP, and these are all organized. Communist China never want to be a real friend with America. However, it really needs the help from America to get developed, to become rich, to gain the advanced knowledge, and also to infiltrate America. So this is a long-term strategy for CCP's, and、uh, Xi Jinping just make it more aggressive. It doesn't mean the previous chairmen's CCP leaders are your friends. No, just because they are waiting for the opportunities, like the wolf in front of the rabbit's、uh, den and waiting for the rabbit. And why American government get cheated and Americans are fooled for so long? Because everything started from this kind of people-to-people exchanges. It looks so random, and also it looks so coincident. It, I mean, no one think about the cunning things behind it. And also, American side listened to CCP's lies, thought that CCP will change, become the open democratic party, and respect human rights. And especially when China become rich, CCP promised that they will change all this kind of、uh, society and help、uh, Chinese people, also help the world. Yeah, you are cheated from the beginning. Everything established from the espionage work, and as I have told you in the last episode, CCP's bloody and extreme brutality helped it to win the battles. So it never gave up all these methods, tactics. Instead, they develop it. So during the exchange with U.S. and America, try to. Help China in all the aspects, but China takes the advantage. And as you see now, after forty years, Chinese Communist Party have successfully infiltrated your country, corrupt and manipulate your people, and also have made a lot of、uh, espionages. Some of them have already brought the things back to China, and some of them still working here, and they are hiding. So you don't know who they are, and they can grab your、uh, intelligence. They can spread the propaganda. They can conduct the cognitive war、uh, tactics against you. So altogether, it's very difficult for Americans to identify. These people, these spies around you. So why now China again talked about people-to-people diplomacy? Because they know since the COVID nineteen pandemic, the real face of CCP has been exposed 
in front of Americans. And after several years suffering from the pandemic, Americans see more and more clear about CCP's nature. And uh, these deceptions, yes, some of them still work. But since more and more people get aware of CCP's evilness and realize their tricks, like how they grab your intellectual properties, how they manage to deliver the fentanyl and also materials to make fentanyl to U.S. to harm U.S. people, and also how they hack your uh, system, how they destroy your uh how they use overseas PlayStation to violate the law in U.S. Altogether, I mean, these things make Americans angry. And also, recently, more and more tough bills against China are passed in American capitals. And that means the policies to China is changed now. Meanwhile, because of Xi Jinping's very aggressive style, the formal exchanges between China and the U.S. become more and more frozen. So in this case, of course, Chinese government needs to look for more opportunities to manipulate America again. And how to do that? They go back to the very successful experience to use people. And yes, it also faced the concept of people's war. And to use people to do this kind of exchanges to again through people when America has no vigilant of the people, they will get food again by this kind of propagandas or misinformation delivered by people. And this also shows unrestricted warfare tactics. So CCP is going to use people as tools to again fool American and gain more time and opportunities for their aggressive and destructive tactics against America. And also, when we talk about CCP's people-to-people diplomacy, we need to understand how CCP made their diplomatic principles. Of course, openly they tell you, oh, our diplomatic policies are respect each other and never violate each other and we will stay uh, peaceful together. I mean, these are all the fancy words in public. Don't believe it at all. According to CCP's historic document, actually, CCP's diplomatic policies are derived based on their principles of the special agent operations and covered front. So briefly, there are three parts of this principle. The first part is to use the legal identities to cover up illegal operations and combine the legal part and the illegal part in a dedicated way. So during the intelligence work, Joan I emphasize that the organizations need to be very covered and also the single line connection is necessary. That means one spy will only contact one spy, and the next spy will contact the third spy. 
and the fourth one and the third one don't know each other. This will maximally help to protect the CCP organization and the intelligence work because even one or several spies are identified exposed because they only can tell who are the single one contact them. So the other ones can protect themselves. And this is something sounds not efficient. However, remember, this is people's war. CCP can convince or cheated or forced as many as people to join them. So in this way, CCP's people's war has the special advantage to facilitate this kind of special uh, spy networks. So for example, in that ping pong diplomacy story, the athlete Zhang Zedong actually is a CCP trained agent, but his another identity openly is an athlete. And when he talked to the American athlete, of course, American athlete won't have any idea that this guy can be a spy and he could have another idea when he talked to you. So it's very easy for CCP's agents to understand American athletes thinking and also based on the American people's thinking, they will make the next step plan and then they will little by little to change your idea to impress you and finally they make these American people visit China and during the several days in China, again, they use this kind of civil exchanges like bring them to see the museum, to see the Forbidden Palace, and also visit uh, Tsinghua University, which was uh, told as a civil university, and also climb the Great Wall or watch the Chinese uh, drama. Altogether, this impressed these American athletes more and more, and they doesn't know this kind of arrangement and the people they talk to, they met in the street, are all well arranged. Anything is designated. So the final goal is to make these American people feel China, communist China government is so friendly and they are not the monsters. They will be Americans' good friends. And then they bring this message back to America and deliver it to American government and American people. And altogether, you see, everything started from the little moment, and the point is, you don't know in what occasion the CCP's agents have already watched you and plan to use you as a tool to achieve their political goals. And you would be uh, cheated, you would be corrupted or you will be seduced, I mean, in various ways without awareness. Or minimally, most of people would be influenced by CCP's propaganda and misinformation during this kind of civil exchanges because you would feel these are all the people as you met maybe in UK, in Australia, or in Japan, so you can become friends with them and you won't think about anything beyond the friendship and the potential collaboration. And the second character of this CCP's principle of their covered front and intelligence work is to 
use two types of the actions to get your intelligence and develop your network to get more intelligence. The two actions, one is go inside, another is bring outside. So the go inside means as the agents, you have to manage to go into the enemy's heart, to go to the important, useful positions and occupy it. That means you can always be useful for CCP by delivering the intelligence and also doing the things to counter intelligence. And the bring outside means manage to convince, seduce, or force your enemy to work for you. And these enemies in the important department positions will be your resources, will be part of your network. And it's like the cancer cell, just go invade your organs and make the other cells near it become the new cancer cells, all like that. And the third character raised by Joan Lai is to make friends as many as possible using United Front to bring the intelligence, combine the intelligence work into the United Front. And this is very, very special. And uh, this is very different from the other spies because when we talk about friends in this way, actually it means not only as you saw as friend, you say hi, you go to party and you help each other. Much more than that. This kind of special friendship will be developed based on your weakness and your needs. So briefly, this is customized. For example, they could help you to build a business connection to make money. And also, they could help you to get some award to enhance your influence and increase your reputation. If you are looking for a romantic relationship, they could help you to meet some very charming boys or girls. And if you are sick, they could come to take care of you even much better than your siblings. So altogether, they use this way to get into your personal life, become your friend, your best friend, and you feel you can never leave them. So this is what they want because such uh, connections will make sure the uh, network is stable and also this will help CCP to gain information or use you for their operations in a very uh, reliable way. Therefore, when we talk about so-called people-to-people diplomacy, such principles are still applied into this kind of communications, just you don't know. And the CCP side knows how to manipulate this kind of exchanges. And so that's why it's something we must be aware of. So let's have a short break and we, we will go back to continuously talk about this topic. Thank you. Copix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. 
Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com Code OUTLOUD. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Hi everyone, welcome back to the voice of Dr. Yen. And as we have already discussed in the last section, We've talked about that CCP's people-to-people diplomacy, and also we've talked about the basic principles of CCP's diplomacy. Actually, it was established based on the guidance of Covered Front and CCP's intelligence work by Zhou Enlai. And I have already summarized the three main points of this guidance, which is the first one is to use the legal identities to cover up the illegal activities and combine them dedicatedly. The second one is to infiltrate 
into the enemy and also convert the traitors to let the enemy work for CCP. And the third thing is to make more friends and combine the united front work and intelligence together, which means they will show the best to be your close friend and to let you feel they are the true heart friends and much more better than the other people you have met. Turns out this is just a way to manipulate you in a psychological way and also to gain your trust. And this is a very special and cunning tactic developed by CCP. And it's very efficient for their work. So now we are going to talk about what's the exact definition by CCP about the people-to-people diplomacy, and uh, which is civ- uh, civilian diplomacy. So the thing is, although we talk about it's people-to-people diplomacy, but uh, according to CCP's official document, it is a term versus the government-to-government diplomacy. So in this case, there are three basic formats of people-to-people diplomacy. The first is people-to-people. That means it's really one uh, civil groups versus another civil groups, or some individuals meet other individuals. And the second one, is Chinese government to meet foreign civil groups or foreign individuals. And the third one is the Chinese individuals or Chinese civil groups to meet the foreign government. So all of these are included into the people-to-people diplomacy. So that means the frequency and also the numbers of this kind of civil diplomacy activities should be much larger than the government diplomacy. And that's why CCP treats it as another battlefield for their political goals. As we know, in the free world, when we talk about the civil groups exchanges or individuals exchanges, it's free. So that means the openness is the character of this kind of non-government exchanges. However, back in communist China, there is no freedom. And of course, we even don't know what is a freedom of speech in China, because everything from your behavior to your thinking and even your subconsciousness, that's all the things CCP need to control and also keep brainwashing you to make you like a zombie, and that's why you won't show anything rejected to the Communist Party's opinion. And in this case, we don't expect any openness from CCP's civil diplomacy. You can't expect the individuals and also the civil groups will express to you freely about their opinions. And in the CCP's history, yeah, maybe there would be temporarily a little bit loose of this restriction. But remember, it's just a little bit loose. We never have real freedom because freedom is totally violate CCP's uh, interest and their uh, principles. So back to like 1980s, which is just after the Cultural Revolution after Chairman Mao Zedong's period. In China, there was a kind of short 
time people start to talk about freedom, think about the democracy and human rights. However, as we know, until 1989, when the student tried to talk to the government to ask for more rights for citizens, then the Tiananmen Square massacre happened, and government killed thousands of students using tanks and uh, weapons just to maintain the stability of CCP regime. However, after that, why when the United States and other countries blame China for their cruel uh, operations against the Chinese citizen, China still avoid of all these kind of sanctions and even make the friendship better with the United States after 10 years. And then U.S. helped China to join the WTO and many other international organizations, which bring China really a good period to make the Chinese government rich and also to make Chinese government have more chance to infiltrate to the United States and the Western world and manipulate people, also steal your uh, properties, steals your intelligence properties back to China. So that's because, as documented by CCP's doc, uh, records, that the civil diplomacy has a special advantage. And even after the Tiananmen Square massacres, CCP still can use this kind of civil diplomacy to defray the relationships between China and the United States and other countries. And because of this civil diplomacy, it can be the pioneer for CCP's relationship with other governments. Usually, CCP will start from the culture exchanges, and that means to use the Chinese individuals or the Chinese groups to bring the entertainment or the performance or the art with Chinese character to the foreign countries. And in Americans' eyes, Chinese culture is very mysterious. So, so the Chinese art, the Chinese sports, all the Chinese culture, uh, like the traditional ceremonies, festivals, all can be very attractive for Americans. For example, they will bring the Chinese dancing here and also show you the Chinese movie, which will make it look very fancy like the uh, fairy tale. And then when you have some interest, curiosity to China, and these people you met, they will tell you, oh, China is not as bad as you hear from the American media. And your politicians just try to make you uh, hate China because Chinese people are your friends and the Chinese people want to work with you all together, but this may violate your politicians' interest. So this is China's typical propaganda. CCP has studied your public opinions, and they know that Americans tend not to trust your own government. But it will be easy for Americans to trust the people you meet in the daily lives or you meet during work or during the entertainment. So they use this kind of character and to infiltrate Americans, to influence American people. And if you notice that every year, 
China Embassy, General Consulate, and also the United Front campaigns in everywhere in the United States will hold the ceremony for Chinese New Year, for the uh, Moon Cake that Festival, and also for uh, whatever kind of Chinese holidays. And they will invite a lot of local politicians or celebrities, media and to the uh, event and give them an award to show uh, how China government or Chinese people praise this uh, effort to make the friendship between local uh, people and the Chinese people. And also they will make a lot of business connections with the local uh, civil groups and the individuals as well as the local government. And this kind of activity, most of them will be covered by the people-to-people diplomacy, which means it's not just the official China government give award to certain American government uh, staff or department, but it looks more like uh, NGO or uh, like the government to people, this kind of format. So this will, one thing is to enhance people's uh, love to Chinese people, to China government, because these Chinese people you met in such events, you don't know, they are already staged. And they try to influence you little by little during this process and to finally turn you become the China hugger. And also on the other side, this will facilitate Chinese government to understand more about the local situation. It's like, who is important in this area? And how the political status is in this area? And how the business is here? And what people's uh, general opinions uh, about these uh, political issues or the social problems? And altogether, this provide enough data and information for Chinese government to understand this place, understand people there, understand the certain targets. For example, may, maybe the mayor, maybe the congressman come from this city, maybe the uh, very big businessman here who, who can uh, influence the local policies. And then going through this kind of civil diplomacy, when China government analyzed all this information, they have the idea how to specifically target someone, some group, or the local government to achieve their political goals. And for example, if this is a place that the main industry is about uh, IT or about kind of high-tech companies, then China will come here to send either the civil associations or uh, civil business or some individuals and to talk to the certain uh, targets here, uh, whether you want to have the business cooperation with China. And then China will offer you huge amount of money, millions and even the hundreds of millions to support this kind of business. And of course, as a American businessman, they usually won't realize this is a trap. They would think that this is the recognition from China side to their work. And so they will go through a lot of negotiation, finally make a good deal. And this deal could make the American side feel they earned a lot from China. However, 
these kind of civil groups or civil business are just like Trojan horse. Once they pass the clearance, they make the establishment uh, with you for business, then Chinese government can replace this place, make it the CCP and even military controlled business. And by the way, this is very easy and very common in China because without CCP's approval, you can do nothing and you even cannot uh, survive. So once China government believe this is a good uh, channel, they will definitely manipulate this channel. And that's why they allow you to come here to do the civil diplomacy, right? And so without any awareness, American side doesn't know CCP has already become your partner and also they come here not to support the business to grow up the business with you. Instead, they just want to do it as fast as they can, which means steal the things you have, grab the wealth you should uh, own or you can make, and then using this uh, business to be the uh, station and then transfer to next station, which means they can based on this business to discover and establish more connections in this area or in this field and then aggressively expand. And finally, due to lack of the continuously benign development of this business, this business could shut down or even bankrupted, but that's not CCP's business because they don't care about your survival. They just want to use you. It's like you can say parasite or cancer cells. Anyway, this kind of very malicious style. And another example is uh, one big company. Uh, it's called a Fufeng Company, which is a bio-fermentation company based in China has established its U.S. branch. And last year, Fufeng Company planned to purchase a big land in North Dakota, and they claim they are going to uh, build a very big plant, which will uh, uh, recruit a lot of labor force from the uh, local area and create a lot of profits with the government. However, this land is very close to the Grand Fox Air Force Base. So the special concerns was raised about the possibility that this area will be used as an uh, espionage uh, site for China government near the Air Force Base. And during the investigation, finally the U.S. side, the House and also FBI and the local government realized that it's not a simple the business plan, but instead Chinese government tried to use this opportunity and use this business company to do more things and this will uh, create a significant threat to American national security. So that's why early this year, North Dakota officials vote 5 to 10 to strike down the Fufeng company's plan for the corn meal on that side. And uh, China government's response is very strong that they claim this kind of bill to deny the Chinese companies or Chinese people purchase farmland is totally the anti-Chinese, anti-Asian policies. And I can tell you that during this investigation on Fufeng company, 
my sources, my team, we have provided the very important uh, evidence for American intelligence community, which have listed how China government has a connection with the Fufeng company in a very hidden way. And it's not only the military, but also the bioweapon experts in the military, which are behind this company. So this is not only to pose the threat to the military base, but also if the uh, purchase are made, so then this company could use the opportunity to get access to the local uh, land, and also they can do a lot of tests to develop the potential bio-harmful reagents or even potential novel bioweapons against your uh, local environment. And this will uh, specifically cause some kind of, it's, it's kind of, you, you are talking about whether American people's genetic data will be used by CCP to study the ethical bioweapon. Of course, they have this idea. The point is whether they can successfully make it or not. And the last thing is similar. China government has talked about how to uh, broken your supply chain, the food supply chain, and this is part of their bioweapon program. This is also well documented by CCP and the People's Liberation Army. So if you want to get the ethic uh, bioweapon against uh, American, definitely you will need to get American people's genetic data. And if you want to get a specific bioweapon against Americans' food supply chain, agriculture, and of course it will be very necessary for you to gain the data from the local environment to collect the food supply chain information and to do the trial, right? So altogether, there are a lot of possibilities. And all these possibilities, when we connect it to CCP, when we understand the nature of this regime, you know this is malicious. And there is a big chance CCP will manage or at least try to make it true. So this is not conspiracy. What I talk about is based on CCP's own theory and their behavior. And whether they can successfully do it or not, it's up to the technology and other factors. However, what we need to know is they do have these motives and they do have this kind of ideas. So that's the most dangerous things. And we have to have the countermeasure to prevent it happen. And another case is like the Confuse Institute. So now Americans and the American government know Confuse Institute is uh, CCP's espionage uh, place. However, you may not know that also uh, Confuse Institute uh, uh, called to be banned in America. A lot of Chinese culture school which can teach your kids Chinese language or even they can teach you art, sports, and mathematics, all this, they will tell you that the teachers come from China, they were previously the uh, athlete, professional athletes, or maybe the professional uh, artist, and also they could be the uh, very talented mathematicians. So these people, they are all used by Chinese government to conduct this kind of civil diplomacy. So during the study, they will 
start to implant this kind of CCP-made content, which is kind of the patriotic education we received back in China, to gradually brainwash your kids and then influence your whole family and the people around you. And then they will use this way after a while to use the local people to influence the local government, influence the local policies. So that's how they step by step to get involved into changing America. It's like in the COVID-19 pandemic, and if you ask the people from China in this kind of Chinese school and the Chinese teachers, and also even your uh, Chinese business partners, the whether COVID is very serious in China and whether it comes from the lab. Most of them will say, no, our government did it very well. And because this or that reason, something not perfect, but you should understand it. And definitely it's not come from lab, it's from nature. And don't say that you are anti-Asian. So these people, no matter they told you this intentionally or unintentionally, they are used by CCP government to be the tools to do this kind of uh, civil diplomacy because the misinformation, the propaganda is already delivered to you and there is a chance you will accept this kind of misinformation and again mislead people around you. And you may ask, so how could China government control people's voice? Oh, that's very simple. That's the master skill for CCP. So we have already explained how they use the United Front campaign to monitor overseas Chinese and how they even use overseas police station to intimidate Harris and even arrest and persecute and disappear Chinese people overseas. So China government has enough and more than enough method to handle this kind of uh, they call it betrayal actions if Chinese people doesn't help China government. And they also have, like recently, they have the patriotic education law, right? We have talked about it in the previous episode, as well as the uh, counter-espionage law of CCP. So they can arrest you legally, and not only you, but also your family. And China government has established very strict surveillance system and put billions of billions every month to monitor every Chinese person to make sure there is no freedom of speech. And that will guarantee their propaganda works well. And that's why CCP called the civil, the people-to-people diplomacy as the complementary. So the government diplomacy and this people-to-people Diplomacy can complement each other to uh, improve CCP's uh, strategy overseas. Especially in the situation like now, so uh, when the other countries has already uh, start to realize CCP's evilness and try to do something to stop CCP, then the civil diplomacy become more and more active because this will again, according to CCP's experience, change the foreign public opinions and then uh, influence the policies and all this are done through the strategic deception and the covert actions and finally your country will be undermined but you even don't know what's wrong 
So thank you for listening to the voice of Dr. Yen. And every Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, we will meet you on a Mark Outlaw Radio Network or iHeartRadio. And after that, you could listen to it via the different free apps like the Spotify uh Pandora or the Google Podcasts. And also, I just want to remind you, our Mark Out Loud website has did some important change that we are now the markoutloud.news. And go to this website, you will read a lot of very good articles and listen to various broadcasts to bring you the insights from our expert team. Thank you.